Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Kindness and Happiness Connection podcast. We're so happy to have you join us on a weekly basis, where our goal is to share tips, insights, and practical guidance to help you grow and prosper. Good afternoon. I'm Randy McNeely, the Kindness Giver, and I am absent again. My 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 co-host, Dr. Elia Gregoris, has gone AWOL on me one more time. No, actually, he he's getting a well-deserved vacation in his homeland of Greece. So he's he's a little bit uh, preoccupied with swimming in the Mediterranean or something fun like that right now. But I have the wonderful privilege and opportunity to be here with an amazing man by the name of Rob Howes. He is the, the singing LinkedIn rock star. He's out there constantly <laughs> posting great content, not only with a little bit of music and fun in it, but with his kids, with, you know, and it's always inspiring and uplifting to, to read and to listen to. Rob is a philanthropist. He's a businessman. He's a musician. He's a husband and a father that loves technology. And yeah. over the past 20 years, He's had the pleasure of serving in leadership roles for various sectors from, from corporate to nonprofit. He uh, does marketing promotions, public relations and speaking and business development. Uh, he claims those as his most valuable skills. And he's a guy that wakes up every day looking forward to being able to utilize his knowledge and experience to empower the people around him to help them make decisions that will improve their lives. Rob, Man, I couldn't be more happy to have you on my on our show. Thank you for joining us today. Randy, thank you, Randy. Really, man, appreciate being here. It's going to be a great conversation. <laughs> well, we're looking forward to it. Of course, this being the kindness and happiness connection, I have to ask you right off the bat, how do kindness and happiness drive or determine or affect the decisions that you make and the things that you decide to do in your life? Uh, kindness is the foundation. So kindness and happiness are, they are birthed from love, right? And they are the byproduct of love. So, and love is what connects all humans. Love is what produces all life. If you think about life, life is love. Babies can't even live without love when they first come to the world. That's why relationships don't live when you don't have love. Plants need love. Everything needs love. And love produces that happiness and kindness, right? Acts of kindness. So why would you do that? It's imperative. You have to do it. If you don't do it, you got a different track. Now that track has also lots of things. There's money, there's opportunity, but that track also has a lot of pitfalls, hard. And um, I'd rather not do it. So I'd rather take the path of least resistance, the path where I see people growing and building and, and just by me watching them grow and build, I also grow and build. And it's like a collective community. That's why unity is in community, Randy. You That's know, exactly you, right. <laughs> I love that. That's why you know? unity's there. Okay, so let me ask you this question. It says you're a philanthropist. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get to be a philanthropist, and what, what, what does that mean for you? I think philanthropy is just it's, it's about giving. Uh, you can, uh, if you work at the food bank, helping to deliver food to people, that is a that's also giving. That's philanthropy. Yeah. Um, and my wife and I really wanted to have a program where we were giving but helping kids, like primarily helping kids 
world, mentally, physically, spiritually. That's one of the components of the nonprofit we started. But philanthropy, when we think about it, it's, it's your way of helping someone else. Sure. And that's pretty cool, man, because when you do it that way, great things happen. I mean, when you're working together, it's amazing the families that work together, what they create. And the families who are unable to communicate and work together, how much strife they call each other. It's unbelievable. Um, same way as in the same thing in business. So your question was, why philanthropy? Uh, because I like helping people. And, you know, and my goal is to be a part of the eradication of hunger, homelessness, and poverty. And so I know that's going to happen in my lifetime. And so getting around the right people, thinking the right thoughts with the right technology, boom. Next. What's the next thing to have? <laughs> that's great. So it also says you're a businessman. What do you do for business and how do you apply kindness in your efforts? So to produce uh, happiness. <laughs> yeah. So I have a, a lot of businesses that I've uh, been a part of and grown as part of my experience from health and wellness. I was a pastor for 10 years studied neuroscience and psychology for about a decade, personal training, work with kids and training families for about 10 years as well. And again, all of it is to empower people. Empowerment to me is helping people find the power from within. Because everybody can do their thing, but sometimes you just need a little push. That's empowerment. Yeah, yeah. And so, and so now this season, this era, this season of business, I partnered with a wonderful gentleman, man, I met on LinkedIn, Wilton Rogers, who's taught me yeah. a tremendous amount about automation. And I've always known about automation. I've always known about it. But it's, it's never been that relevant until I understood the impact that it had on businesses. And literally, Randy, this is what it does. It takes somebody who comes into a job and sits down for four or five hours doing the same thing over and over again. It not only stops them from doing that, but it then reallocates their energy towards something that's going to be more mindful, creative, uh, productive, customer service, networking, some type of thing that uses their engagement. Not only that, but then you increase the efficiency of the business because the efficiency comes from the lack of errors and the speed. So I'm yeah. like, wait a minute, man. And so he schooled me on this thing. And so he, he, he founded an organization. He let me in as the co-pilot uh, of Scale Through Automation. And we're just helping businesses not just automate their processes, but reallocate energy and time to be more yeah. productive internally and externally. Oh, that's great. That's great. And so you're, you're in a sense, you're uh, utilizing your skills again to lift, empower, build, help people, uh, help, big, help organizations to improve uh, their capabilities so that they can be more effective and more productive and, and ultimately have a great increased bottom line, right? Well, so okay, so now it says that you're a musician, and I see some of your your stuff out on LinkedIn. You know the fun stuff that you do. Tell me about your music and and how did you uh, get into being a musician? What do you do? You play? Do you sing? What do you what all do you like to do? Uh, music is is everything. It's uh it's every part of my fiber, every cell, every thought has music. Life is music. This is a universe, by the way. Unique yeah. means one versus song. So this is one song, yeah. this whole thing, right? And so it's fascinating when you think about it. And I also love tonalities. And because I love anything you love, you automatically get better at it. Anything yeah. you love, you're automatically going to get better at it. Well, the first time I heard music, I loved it as far as I can remember back. And then growing up and seeing the impact that it had on feelings. And I, I could feel like crap and put a... Michael Jackson song on and just feel like dancing. 
Right? That was weird. I was like, what just happened? And so I studied, you know, found out that you have neuropeptides that are released that create these feelings. And those neurons that communicate with each other and releasing these feelings within the body that make you feel good. Right. And so you remember that and it remembers with the sound, with those chemicals. And like anyway, that was the neuroscience side of it. The practical side is you just freaking feel good when you hear it. You're like, oh yeah. man. So I said, wow, I want to create that for people. Like I want to be the reason why I am enjoying the experience and they are enjoying the experience. So yeah, um, rapping, singing. I taught myself how to sing um, when I was 20. And I, I could always kind of carry a note, but it wasn't until I heard a friend of mine sing a gospel song, it touched my soul. I never felt any, that was my first introduction to Jesus for real. Like when, you know, cause I told you I was a pastor for 10 years too. But I heard someone sing, my, my boy Ivory Roberts. And I was like, oh my goodness, that, what just, again, so. What ding, just happened I, here? <laughs> I said, I need to learn that. Yeah. I need to learn yeah. that. And so that began one, the last 20 years of learning that. <laughs> well, so let me ask, things seem to be trying to get, you know, head towards getting back to, quote, normal, but they're they're not. I mean, You've got spikes all over the place. There's still a tremendously high level of uncertainty out there. And so how can music be utilized right now to help lift people, to help people carry on? What are your thoughts on that? Oh, let me tell you something, Randy. 100% music is the most powerful influence on the planet. Music is a thing that you don't have to know the language. You can feel the beat. People who don't speak languages all around the world can dance in the get same in, get group. In. <laughs> same yeah. group. And so how you think is how you feel, right? How you feel is how you'll act. And so if you put the right music on and get the right feelings, you'll get the right thoughts that'll inspire the right action. And that is the methodology that takes place. Now, if you listen to something sad, you feel like crying, you think those thoughts. That's cool too if you want to do that. But if you want to be uplifted, Get those uplifting tunes and tracks. You know what it is and dance, move. Yeah. And then what will happen is your mind will shift into that direction. So then your thoughts that you begin to think, which is 70,000 a day, by the way, those thoughts will be on that positive track, Randy. Yeah. And that's what we want. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. That's great. So if I'm sitting here having some kind of negative thoughts or feeling down a little bit, I just need to turn my tunes on. And start, uh, you know, turn the right tunes on and start uh, lifting the vibes, lifting the neurons, getting getting the energy going. I love that. And, and that's true. Lean on me <laughs> when friend. you're not strong. And I, I'll be your friend. Yeah. I'll help you carry on with yeah. me. <laughs> Let's get down, brother. That's it. That's it. That was, uh, Sydney and I, Sydney Jones and I, who I know is a good friend, uh, were rapping out the other day. He's like, "Hey, you're pretty good, brother." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sydney um, can flow, man. Sydney has some flow too. Oh, he does. He does. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking that there's a connection of mine, and you may be connected to him too. Michael Cortina, who does, uh, he's a he optimize your mind, optimize your you know your brain, etc. He's a brain optimization guy, counselor, he's, and he always, his posts on LinkedIn, he's always, well, not always, but most of the time he'll introduce them. He'll say, well, got to stop for a second. He does, a you know, he has to put some music on, does a little yeah. bit of dance, get the people going That's with him true. and stuff. And then he shares his, 
his message. And it, it really is, you know, I found it to be an effective way to get my, to get my mind thinking, to get my mind flowing. And he does this as a way to introduce people and get their minds thinking and, and, and start in talking about what he wants to talk about. So that's good. That's good. It's, 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 it's been really interesting. So you're a husband and a father. Talk to me a little bit about how are you, how have you and your wife been coping? What are the steps have you been taking to cope yourselves and help your children cope during this time with COVID-19? Good, good, good question. Good question, Randy. First, we are grateful. We start there. Like, we try to start there. We love God. We are a God-loving house. God is the foundation. And when I say God, for people who have different ideas about what I could be talking about, God to me is life. You know what? No God, no life. No life, no God. So if it's hard for you to wrap your mind around what God is, just think life. Okay? We are grateful. And starting there just gives you a better perspective. Yeah. And operating from a place of kindness, if you look at my house, we have the word, you know, love is everywhere. Um, I, one day I was feeling, I was feeling down. I was just feeling so low, so broken. 2018, the end of it. I was like, ah, help me. I looked up and in the distance I saw this. It was like this. It was this. I was like, looks like, are those leaves or something on the ground? And the formation looking like I love you sign. Like, that's interesting. I got out of my car, walked closer to it. I walked closer to it. And it was a statue. I love you statue. Just okay. Just perfect. Just sitting there. I felt like that was God saying, I felt like that was God saying, I love you. And that, Randy, is how we deal with it. We realize that God loves us because life loves us too, because we're here. And so anything that we are going through, it could be worse for sure. And someone is experiencing that at this very moment. So I'm going to take this time to be grateful. And by becoming grateful, your gratitude literally determines your attitude, which ultimately determines your altitude. I heard Les Brown say that before. And, yeah. I, and I've been saying it for seven years. Yeah. I've been saying it for seven years. And it's so true. That altitude is where you stand. And guess what? That, and I just got this. I just got this, though, this year. I connected it. So the altitude is high. But guess what vibrates at the highest frequency? Love. Was, yeah. Truth. It's absolutely true. It vibrates at the highest frequency. Everything has a frequency. It's all vibrated. There's instruments that can measure it. And the highest vibrating source known to man is love and truth. Gratitude determines your attitude, which determines your altitude. Now, that is something I want to just keep on repeating over and over. And they're like, this is crazy guy rocking in the chair saying it. <laughs> Um, no, but that, that's, a, that's a great takeaway for our audience, too. You think about that. Attitude or gratitude determines your attitude, which determines your altitude. And, how, and, and you could ask, you know, how high are you going to soar today? Mm-hmm. How high are you going to soar today? So are your, ki- your kids, how are they doing? How have they been doing? You know, you say you, you approach everything from a, from a position of love. How have they responded to that? And, and, and have they, how have they... Uh, utilize the same process for maybe friends or other people around them that you know they can't we're all physically distancing right but you can still reach out to people and, yeah. and make a difference that way my, my children you know they're still 100 percent kids right so yeah. they're, they're not stepping out too much with with the voice but it's the little subtle things that i do notice like when 
there is certain activity going on where it may not be being nice towards someone else. My children have literally no involvement in things of that nature, and they always share their viewpoint. And so, you know what I mean? Oh, that touched my heart. Yeah. They really try hard to, to be a good example, right? So that's really interesting. You know why that touched my heart? Because I realized how many children do not. I'm so grateful for my children. I recognize how important love is. So by nature, the apple falls, tree is close. But there's yeah. so many kids where the tree is far. Yeah. Or the tree, or the tree they're falling next to really never knew a tree. And yeah. so, you know, that's my mission, man, to do what I'm doing, scale through automation and automation and helping businesses grow and, and increase the impact. Also, I'm able to provide more revenue and resources for philanthropic endeavors that are doing and supporting the causes that I believe in that will be a part of the eradication of hunger, homelessness, and poverty. I, I see it happening. I know I, I went all the way into it, but it, it's all connected. You know, it's all universe. Well, that's great. Rob, it has been awesome talking to you today. Awesome talking to you about these things. I, I really appreciate it. And you talk about, the, I want to ask just one other, a couple other quick things. Do a lot of, you said you've had leadership roles for various sectors from corporate to nonprofit. Tell me a little bit about the nonprofit organizations you've been involved with. And well, tell me about that. And then I've got a follow on question. Yeah, sure, man. Um, so I was the executive director for Mentoring to Manhood, which is a um, youth empowerment organization working with young people and what I was talking about earlier, education, mind, body, spirit, um, working with the school district and public school system, putting together programs and initiatives, like actually working with the schools. You know, we actually go into the school and have after school programs where a certain amount of kids will come down and we'll do activities with them. Sometimes after school, we did it as well. And my wife and I, we founded a, a nonprofit as well in 2007, and that was for summer camps and, and after school programs for kids. To, that embodied all of the things that we just talked about, you know, building your social skills, setting goals and creating strategies and understanding how to execute on that and follow up and having vision boards and how to bring those visions to, feel, to actual fruition, bringing people in, mentors for them to experience and taking them on field trips. That's just fun, man. You know, why the kids lose weight? We had a kid lose 60 freaking pounds, man. 60 yeah. pounds. That's awesome. What? And then, and then got a scholarship to college. Come on, man. This is why I'm alive, and I know I'm going to live past 100 plus, because these kids and all the things that I've been blessed to be a part of, I didn't do this. I didn't make any of this. I'm a part of life's, I'm, I'm a part of life's product, yes? Yeah. And I'm allowing life to work through me. The more I learn how to do that, the more fluid things become. But you didn't ask me all that, Randy. I'm trying to stay on point here. Uh, no, that's okay. You asked me about the nonprofit. It's so, okay. It's great. Yeah. So, so are you still involved with any nonprofits right now? Yeah. So Camp Fit, I'm actually leaving to go train some kids um, right after this, actually. You know, it's funny because I hence trained the, them at 1 o'clock. Hence the shirt. says Camp right, Fit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny because I normally train at 1, Randy, and I forgot that we had our meetings. I called everyone and said, let's do it later. Yeah. So it's interesting. That's why I have the shirt on, too. Well, that's yeah, okay. Man. Yeah. <laughs> well, so let me ask you, if you're going to share any takeaways with our audience today, what would you? What are two or three things that you would share, uh, uh, tips that you would give to lift and build their lives? So I'm going to be speaking. It's a great question, too, Randy. Great question. And I think I'll just do justice to the Change to Win virtual conference tomorrow. 
um, I'm speaking on this virtual, it's freaking amazing. Virtual conference, Randy, I, it's, it's avatars. Avatars, yeah. community, stage, really wild. And, but I'm speaking on how to empower people to love and unify, how to empower love and unity, how to, like the how, that's the thing. It's good to read, good to watch, good to listen to, but what can you do? Huh? What can you do? Right? Yeah. How can you make it true? Only if you knew. Well, I know because I experienced it. So I said, okay, so what was it, Rob? Like, how did you get there? One, the number one thing is loving yourself. Yeah. Number one starting thing. When you're on the airplane, the lady or the man, the gentleman says, listen, just in case, put the mask on you first. Because you can breathe and your baby can breathe. Can't put it on the baby first. So that means love you. Take care of you. Mind, body, and spirit. Yep. Mind. What you're thinking, what you're watching, what, what things you're, you're absorbing, the people you're around, your body. How are you eating? Are you moving? You've got to be moving at least 7,000 steps a day, okay? Yeah. Take some phone calls and walk. You've got to get out and move because if you don't, your muscles will begin to atrophy and it'll actually begin to impact how you think. And then your spirit, mind, body, and spirit. Remember, you got to love yourself. Love your mind, love your body, and love your spirit. But what is the yeah. spirit? That's, this could be a variety of things, but if you remove religion, it's gratitude. It's the essence of every human being. It's the core of us. Yeah. Like great, our gratitude because God is love. Life is love because it's, we're alive. And gratitude is our way of saying thank you and acknowledging it. Right? Yeah. So that's tip number one. Love yourself. Tip number two is love somebody else. It's very important that we don't just keep the love for ourselves. We've got to give it out. And the reason for this is because this is the way life is made. If you look at nature, it just flows and works together cooperatively. There's no competition. You know, there's competition within the wildlife, but that's all part of the flow. Yeah. Right? This earth is 70% water. Our body is 70% water. Very interesting. If we get into the flow, right, we'll grow. But, here's, but love other people. And so you love yourself, number one, love other people. How do you do that? Deliberately give to people. Be kind. Think of how you can add value to other people's lives. Like, think about other people first sometimes. So tip number one, love yourself. Tip number two, love other people. And tip number three is reflect on life every day. Do a reflection. Now, the reflection, self-reflection, right? The self-reflection, introspection, make sure you're going in the right direction. Life doesn't always come with perfection. But I know one thing, it's a blessing. It's definitely a blessing when you can reflect. Because your ability to reflect means that you made it. I'm going to tell you why that's important. Because someone else didn't. If you go to Google, you type in the life, world, life, and death clock, it'll show you in real time how many people are being born and how many people are leaving. And it's fast. And I guarantee you most of the folks who left didn't know they were leaving. So why is Gratitude important because you recognize that. Yeah. Love yourself, love other people, and reflect on life. Awesome. Fantastic. Rob, that was great. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank, Thank you. you for being Thank here. It's Thank been you, a privilege. Thank oh, you hey. Thank you. I just got it yesterday, man. I, awesome. You have no idea how in alignment everything is. My wife just got some kindness shirts. Just randomly, like a couple months ago, we just started ordering these kindness shirts. Then I meet this other guy who writes a book, The Human Kindness. I'm going to connect you with them on LinkedIn. Then you, yeah. with the kindness, the, the kindness givers formula, you know, yeah. and it's like, it's time. 
It's time, man. My my, my girl Jacqueline Way, who has you got to meet her. She oh, I'm I'm, I'm connected with Jacqueline. Oh, she's awesome. She, she's the one putting on the conference, right? No, she's not. She'll be speaking there, but okay, she is the 365 give woman. The, the yeah. Yep. She's all part of this, man. God yep. is up to something. Life is up to something. Let's get down with it. All right. Thank you, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you. I want to thank our audience for joining us today. We're so grateful that you are here. And uh, we ask you to stay tuned for our episode next week. We've got a fantastic uh, interview coming up. We have a wonderful guest returning, the awesome Rachel Beck. She's been on with <laughs> us before, and she's coming back again. And uh, we look forward to having her on our show. Thank you so much for being here, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. If you have suggestions for discussion topics, please visit anchor.fm slash kindness hyphen happiness and follow the instructions in our show description. Remember, kindness is a choice. And happiness is a choice always. So choose to be kind and choose to be happy today, and good things will follow. Have a wonderful rest of your day.